Hello, and greetings on the second Sunday of Advent. Have you ever wandered through the woods off trail here in Vermont or somewhere else? I remember when I was a child, my sister and I discovered that we could go into the woods behind our house and cross the boundary line and keep going till we lost sight of the house. There was no path, just thick woods. So we forged our way through the trees and brush and to our surprise, we eventually ended up finding this beautiful curving stream in a mossy ravine with a little clearing. It was a magical place, but it was a place we did not return to often because it was never quite clear exactly how to get there. And it was just far enough away from home that we risked getting lost in the woods. At the heart of today's Advent reading is the image of opening up a path in the wilderness. The word for path in some Romance languages is actually the same word for way. And I think that this is instructive. You see, a physical path is always more than just a physical path. It is a way. It opens the possibility for traveling from one place to the next, where otherwise such travel would have been precarious at best, impossible at worst. In the Gospels, we read of John the Baptist, who opened a path in the wilderness. In other words, he helped prepare the way for the ministry of Jesus. John the Baptist had a powerful voice. He was a bold man who boldly proclaimed the kingdom of God. And he was also an odd man. He didn't lead a very conventional life. Instead, he camped out alone in the wilderness, ate insects, and he wore clothes made of coarse camel hair. If we came across John the Baptist today, I wonder if we would take time to pay attention to his message, or if we would simply write him off as a fringe lunatic. But God chose John and anointed him to prepare the path for Jesus and to clear the way for the kingdom. Let's read today's passage from the Gospel of Mark. And as we read it, I invite you to think about John the Baptist. Who was he? What was he like? And what do you think it says about God? That of all people, he chose John the Baptist to prepare the way for Christ. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. This is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. It began just as the prophet Isaiah had written, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. This messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. When I think about John the Baptist, one of the first things that strikes me 
is how different he was from me. I am not inclined to eat insects or live alone in the desert. And while I don't need to wear luxury fabrics on my skin, I do like fabric that is soft and smooth, not coarse and unrefined. So John and I are pretty different. But there's something about John the Baptist's story that gives me a great deal of hope when I think about God's call on my own life to bear witness to the kingdom. Because I'm pretty odd in my own way. And I'm not sure I have to go into all the ways in which that is true here, but suffice it to say that there are so many ways I don't fit in, I don't live up, or I don't conform to this world's definition of what normal or successful looks like. And I'm guessing that that's probably true on some level for you too. And yet, God not only wants to bring his light into your life and mine, but use us, you and me, just like he used John the Baptist to bear witness to the reality of our living God in a way that will prepare hearts for him when they encounter him, when they hear his voice. Because of our bearing witness, others will be more ready to respond to God. God wants to use you and me in all of our uniqueness, our quirkiness, our differentness. And he doesn't just want to use our words to bless others and clear a way for the kingdom. He wants to use how we live our lives and the details of our lives. He wants to use these things to bear witness to his reality. For John, it was where he lived, what he ate, how he dressed. These were part of his message. These were part of his testimony. What details in your life might bear witness to the living God. I'd like to read our passage again. And as you hear the passage and in the moments that follow, here's a question for you to ponder. How is Jesus inviting you to step away from the expectations that the world is placing on your life just like John the Baptist stepped away from the expectations of the world on his life, in order that your life and all its details might better point others to him. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. This is the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. It began just as the prophet Isaiah had written, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way. He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. This messenger was John the Baptist. He was in the wilderness and preached that people should be baptized to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. All of Judea, including all the people of Jerusalem, went out to see and hear him. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. His clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey.
friends, Jesus is coming again. The light of the world, whose light lives in us, will one day overcome every corner of darkness. He invites us to live lives that point to this. As John the Baptist cleared the way for Jesus at his first coming, so we are called to clear the path for his second coming. And he will use even the smallest details of our lives to do that. Let's close with a prayer. Coming Christ, we clear the road for you. We unblock the path to our hearts. Welcome to your world, Emmanuel. Plant your kingdom in us. We have heard rumors of you, but soon we will see you. We have heard of your name, but soon we will hear your voice. Help us bear witness, like John, to the making of your home among us. Your love is a manger. Your love is a cross. We will not be ashamed of your love. It frees us from ourselves to become ourselves in you. Amen.